room in Oxford, Ohio, to one of the largest Greek letter organizations in the world, we are Sigma Chi, and this is the Sigma Chi Podcast with Wes Holsclaw. Welcome to the March 2020 Sigma Chi podcast. This is Wes Holtzclaw, and uh, I just want to begin by saying I hope each and every one of you listening are doing well and pushing through this pandemic as well as uh, we all can during these hard times. Uh, it's been a it's been a crazy month for uh, all of us, and uh, here in Sigma Chi land, uh, this episode in particular, we're going to begin things with Executive Director Mike Church and Foundation President and CEO Ashley Woods and. We're going to discuss the steps Sigma Chi has taken, our outlook on the immediate future, and how brothers who need support during this time can receive that support from the foundation, among other things. We'll also talk with Chief Marketing Officer Jay Ford about life working remotely from home for you know for a Sigma Chi headquarters team member. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know Illinois has put some things in place, and our Sigma Chi staff are working remote right now, so. We'll talk about that and some upcoming marketing and communications items. And later in this episode, you know, definitely want to try to pick things up a little bit as much as we can during this time. We've got a feature interview with rising country music star Walker Montgomery, whose newest single, Like My Daddy Done It, is gaining traction across the country as we speak. We will hear every bit of that song thanks to Walker and his team. And we'll talk to Walker about his career thus far his influences, and his family, which include his father, John Michael Montgomery, and his uncle, Eddie Montgomery of Montgomery Gentry, both platinum-selling country artists in their own right. Before we turn it over to Mike and Ashley, I want to mention a couple of things. Right now, the Sigma Chi store is helping chapters who have seen their Derby Days events and fundraising efforts for the Huntsman Cancer Institute stalled by this pandemic. For for a limited time, you can visit store.sigmachi.org, and you can purchase one of four items— select your chapter, and $5 from each purchase will be added towards your chapter's Huntsman Cancer Institute fundraising total for the current academic year. Again, store.sigmachi.org, Derby Days fundraiser. Can't really stress enough how much we appreciate our partners there, you know, providing this opportunity for our chapters to to fundraise during this, this hard time and try to raise money for Huntsman Cancer Institute while we can here. Um, another thing, Undergraduate and graduate student brothers, if you have been displaced, you've lost employment, or you need assistance during this time, the Sigma Chi Foundation has made available its Brothers Helping Brothers grant. You can visit the Sigma Chi Foundation website. You can apply for this grant using the general undergraduate or graduate scholarship applications. And, you know, we definitely want to mention that any grant that's received during this pandemic, it will not count towards next year's scholarship cycle. It will not impact whether brothers receive or are eligible for a scholarship next cycle or not. This is, you know, something foundation leadership has put in place to really help our brothers who you need it the most during this pandemic. And those of you who would like to contribute and help out our brothers in need, whether it's $5, $10, $50, $100, any amount, you can visit donate.sigmachi.org slash helping brothers and make a direct gift to the brothers helping brothers fund. Again, that is donate.sigmachi.org slash helpingbrothers. And lastly, for those of you on Facebook, uh, you may if you don't have Facebook, you may want to get on Facebook for this one. Our SIGs and Concerts group 
Uh, you can search SIGs and Concerts um, in the in the menu bar, and you'll find this group. Um, they recently held a Sigapalooza event with many of our Sigma Chi alumni, electronical digital music artists, or DDM, EDM artists and DJs. We've got such a number of great, great, great DJs and guys who are very talented in this. This Sunday, uh, this group is totally just going above and beyond. From 7 to 11.30 Eastern Time, that's 6 to 10.30 Central, Sig Cella featuring internationally renowned DJs, DJ Chisel and DJ Justin James is going to be broadcast live on the Sigs and Concerts group. So if you guys you know want to hear some good music, uh, hear some mix, you know, people were stuck inside. We're in our homes right now. If you want to have a, a cold beverage or, uh, you know, have some pizza or have a snack or something and, uh, you know, want to enjoy, uh, you know, just enjoy some music and enjoy life. You know, the Sigs and Concerts group, Sig Cella this week. And so right now let's turn it over to our interview with Mike and Ashley. Okay, brothers, I'm joined by Executive Director Michael Church and uh, Foundation President and CEO Ashley Woods, as well as our Chief Marketing Officer, Jay Ford. And brothers, it's great to hear your voices in the midst of all of this. And um, really we just want to kind of give everyone an update on what's going on. And Mike, can you kind of maybe walk through with us uh, you know, I know everyone's received the emails and everything, but I know it, it'll be very helpful to just hear some voices right now. Sure thing. Yeah, thanks, uh, Wes. First thing I think that um, it's important to remember is this is really a uh, global situation that is uh, affecting all of us at a very human level. And, um, you know, the, the idea of fraternity um, is uh, it sort of becomes a nebulous one in this really difficult time that we're in. Um, but it, in my view, the idea of fraternity becomes more important than ever uh, as we grapple with this really difficult situation that we're facing um, just as as uh, a human race. Um, you know, we're all stuck kind of in our own version of isolation and uh, we're yearning for that uh, close communion of kindred souls as our founders um, stated uh, at the, in the earliest origins of, of our organization. Um, and, you know, we are blessed today um, to be able to have these um, these various um, versions of technology to be able to reach out and touch each other uh, in a virtual setting, just as we're doing today through this, through this podcast. And so, you know, I think there's so many other opportunities for Sigma Chi to be relevant, uh, even in this difficult time, uh, on a person-to-person basis and on an individual basis where uh, where people can, um, you know, make phone calls or uh, shoot text messages or, or jump on conference calls. I'm hearing stories of of uh, uh, the whiskey cigs getting together via virtual uh, group and uh, and having a, and having a virtual toast. It was really uh, really a cool thing, and and so lots of stuff like that going on. Uh, just yesterday, I read this this uh, quick online story about the 1918 Spanish flu on on Albion's campus with our Alpha Pi chapter, and the brothers then were in quarantine for 10 days. Um, and shortly on the heels of Spanish flu, they were in quarantine again because of a measles outbreak. Uh, and so this is obviously not the first time that we as a fraternity have grappled with this, but certainly the first time for all of us who are living today. So um, I think at the end of the day, let's just remember that this is a human moment. And uh, what we do as a fraternity is we affect people uh, at the human level. And so this is really an opportunity for us to um, uh, find the strength of Sigma Chi in our lives once again. Um, so I think, you know, just from a tactical level, a couple of things are going on, uh, this past weekend, the state of Illinois, 
um, enacted a shelter in place posture, which caused from the headquarters perspective, um, all of the business operations to essentially um, close uh, from the facility itself, with the exception of very essential um, business business items such as the financial component and, and processing mail and whatnot. Uh, although all all of that has has uh, uh, has slowly um, uh, slowed down as well. Um, so thankfully, uh, you know, to spare the long story, in, in 2013 we had a, a, a situation at the headquarters that caused us to reevaluate on uh, our, how we work uh, as a as a company and as an organization, and we implemented measures uh, through 2014 and 2015 to move the staff to a, a virtual setting, and so. Um, we, we have basically a hundred percent of the staff ready to be, uh, deployed at a moment's notice into, uh, a work from home scenario, uh, should the worst happen. And, uh, we happen to come upon that in, in 2020. And so, um, about, uh, about 10 days ago or so we enacted a work from home policy with all of our staff and, uh, we've been adjusting to that new environment, but, uh, I, I'm grateful for all the, the work of the staff is doing it, even in this difficult time to continue outreach to the organization and, uh, and continue doing everything they can to keep the wheels of Sigma Chi moving. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the, the posture from the headquarters From the international fraternity perspective. You know, this is just a really tough time. D guidance on this just changes daily. Um, and the situation changes daily. And so we're just monitoring it, uh, to the best that we can every single day and trying to provide additional guidance. And, uh, and so we're keeping that, that guidance posted on sigmachi.org, sending it out via emails and our social media platforms, uh, and just doing everything we can to make sure that we are, uh, providing as much guidance of the from the fraternal construct as possible so that our men uh, can be uh, somewhat informed as to uh, how best to deal with this this really challenging and unprecedented situation, at least in our generations of, of lifetime. So, um, you know, the number of things that are still on the docket for the fraternity to work through include all the summer leadership programs, um, which, you know, obviously have a very heavy in-person focus with our uh, Horizon Huntsman uh, Leadership Summit. Uh, the, the Croc Transformational Leaders Workshop, and of course, the uh, the meeting of the Grand Council, which is scheduled for end of June. Um, so we have a very busy summer ahead of us, and we're hoping that all those things will happen. We're hoping that uh, we get a handle on this uh, pandemic very quickly so that we can, um, you know, pivot and get back to, you know, normal fraternal operations and, um, and, and get back to sharing in the warmth of the brotherhood. But uh, all those decisions will, be made, will, will remain to be seen until we uh, can figure that out. So uh, lots, of, lots of work ahead of us, and, and we'll just keep plugging away and updating everyone uh, as soon as we can and, and uh, on a daily basis. Certainly appreciate that. And uh, I know everyone out there in Sigma Chi land, you know, we appreciate all the things that uh, you guys and your leadership have been doing through this and leadership of our, uh, you know, alumni volunteers and everything. This has just been uh, it's crazy how quickly and, and these things have moved. And actually, I kind of want to turn to you now because we've got a lot of brothers, whether they're grad students or undergrad students who, you know, their campuses have shut down. A lot of guys have been displaced and um, one of the really cool things the foundation is doing right now, we've always had a Brothers Helping Brothers Fund. It used to be the Strong Arms Fund, but can you kind of talk about what ways brothers who either want to help brothers uh, through this scenario or brothers who need help can receive that from the foundation? Yeah, absolutely, Wes. And, and before I do that, let me just uh, piggyback on on Mike's uh, uh, well-articulated comments. I, I think um, as I've been home now for the better part of, of eight or nine days with my family uh, here in, in semi-isolation as is required in Illinois. I think, I think 
one of the most enjoyable things is the occasional call from a brother just to talk about how we're doing. And, and I'm reminded, um, it's, it's times like this in, in life where the things that are of greatest value to you become so evident and the association of friends, the, uh, the, the, the living through things together, uh, the experiencing the difficult and the good together and, and, and having, uh, an arm out and a handshake, perhaps these days, unfortunately a fist bump for our fellow brothers is, is, uh, is something that certainly fits in that category of, of important. And I'm, I'm simply reminded here, uh, that the fraternity, uh, just as it always has been is, is probably even more relevant today than it was two weeks ago. And, 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 uh, to the, to the points offered by Mike relative to uh, our contingency planning and, and being prepared on a moment's notice to shift the mode of operating, I, I'm glad that we were able to do that and 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 think it it has been important. Uh, but make no mistake, the fraternity, the foundation, all of the parts of Sigma Chi have not stopped. We we continue and we continue to um, focus on on making sure we're doing the right things uh, day in and day out to help carry forward Sigma Chi and carry forward all of all of the objectives that are important to all the various parts of the fraternity. Uh, to make sure that uh, Sigma Chi is even better tomorrow than it was today. Um, your question about brothers helping brothers, I, th I think, is uh, is a wonderful one, and I'm, I'm glad you asked. One of one of the very first things I got asked a week and a half ago on a on a phone call from um, a brother I met out in California was, "Hey, it occurs to me that our young men might be hurting. What what can I do uh, from a distance to help?" And, and I immediately responded that we have a, a fund established that's been in place for a number of years called Brothers Helping Brothers that is just the opportunity for uh, someone to reach out from a distance and contribute what they can uh, into a pool that can be used to help our brothers who are displaced by uh, the events of the day. Um, I would flash back to when Brothers Helping Brothers began uh, just following Katrina, uh, Hurricane Katrina some number of years ago. Uh, we realized the need to provide scholarships for those who had been displaced. Uh, it has evolved dramatically uh, in this scenario uh, because it may not be an academic scholarship that's what's needed. It may be uh, a few extra bucks to help pay for transportation back home or uh, a few extra bucks to pay for a hotel for a couple of nights while some uh, one of our young men can wait for mom and dad to come pick him up. Uh, maybe, maybe some money for a meal or some money for a community service project to help uh, others who have been displaced or, or uh, inconvenienced or perhaps even have become ill from this, uh, from this virus that we face today. So we are broadly defining how the Brothers Helping Brothers Fund can be used uh, all around the idea of, of call us and let us know if we can be helpful. And if we can, uh, your brothers will stand uh, to support you as best we can at this at this time of need. And for those uh, who have the ability to support the effort, uh, all you need to do is visit our website at sigmachi.org and click the, the option to donate. And any contribution you make for the Brothers Helping Brothers Fund will be deposited there and put to good put to good use as, as we receive requests along the way. Uh, Wes, does that answer your question, brother? 
That absolutely does. And, uh, you know, we have a specific link also set up. It's donate.sigmachi.org slash helping brothers. But yeah, that's awesome. Uh, really, I appreciate both of you all today. And I really want to mention, you know, we're talking about the Sigma Chi spirit and, you know, how strong our brotherhood is. It's been really encouraging uh, to hear of stories. We've We've got brothers who have donated you know, lots of money towards this pandemic. We've got brothers who have uh, have cooking trucks and barbecue teams and things who are providing meals to first responders and hospital workers and delivering meals to elderly folks who, you know, who can't get out of their homes right now. We've just got a lot of these great stories. We've got brothers who work in various fields and technology, you know, who are, you know, really on the front lines of this thing. And it's just really great to hear those stories right now and uh, just really it's a testament to Sigma Chi. In an organization like this, we shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I'd echo that. Okay, brothers, that was great to hear from, uh, you know, Ashley and Mike right there. And I'm joined again by Jay Ford, our chief marketing officer. And Jay, uh, walk us through. So tell us, uh, you know, how life is for you. You know, everyone on the staff is, you know, working remote and uh, what have been some of the, uh, the challenges or some of the things that have, you know, with this new technology in place have been helpful to, for you as well. Yeah. I'd love to do that, Wes. And, and as Ashley and, and Mike had noted before here in Illinois, as in many other States here in the union, uh, governor Pritzker has issued a stay in place order, which is keeping all of us at home, except for very essential tasks. Uh, those who, have, those who are part of the community that have uh, very essential tasks are heading into work, but the vast majority of us are, are staying at home. Uh, but that stay in place order isn't really stopping our team at all. Um, you know, we've worked really well remotely in the past and we continue with the tools we have today. We have a great partner in Microsoft giving us Microsoft Teams that enables us to collaborate remotely. Uh, and we've been doing that. And um, what we've seen over the, the last week or so, Wes, is that uh, some great stories coming out from our alumni groups, uh, some of our very uh, great alumni going out there to help out the community. Um, and we've gone to some take some efforts as well um, to help them. Uh, one of our uh, online groups, um, uh, it formed up this weekend and hosted Sigapalooza, which was a, a series of DJs getting together, uh, DJs or SIG DJs, and, uh, um, and hosted a, a concert this weekend uh, for our undergraduate brothers. And we've also partnered with our, our um, Sigma Chi store for those chapters who can't host Derby Days this year because they're locked in or they've been sent home. Uh, and so we've created a special Huntsman Cancer Research t-shirt open that up for the chapters to sell and we've also sold to our alumni they can donate back to their chapters and and five dollars from every shirt sale goes back to huntsman cancer research and we've already crossed the ten thousand dollar mark there so again some really great efforts just in the last week uh, to help out yeah it's been great to hear and uh, i know personally uh, once uh, you know we caught wind of the derby days fundraiser um, you know, I, I got on the store and I was looking for Zeta Omega. I'm a bigger guy. Everybody that knows me knows this. I was like, man, where's my three X? And I'll tell you what, the guys at the Sigma Chi store, they were, they turned around. It's like, we got you, man. And, you know, they're, they're going to do anything. If, if there's a size that you need, or if there's something that you want, and they're going to do what they can to help any brothers out as far as helping raise money. And we really appreciate our partners there. And Justin Hannon on our team, he's done a really great job working on this, these things and helping collaborating. But yeah, Sigapalooza, it was awesome. They, there was a, a great group of SIG DJs. We have a number 
of SIGs in the electronic digital music community right now. And that was a, that was really a, a great thing to have these guys, each guys, I think they did 15, 20 minute sets a piece and it was all, you know, collaborative and all online. And, uh, it was a quite a big success. And I, from what I hear, they're going to try to do it again soon. And we're going to try to get the word out there, um, to everyone a little bit bigger than this time. I think it was kind of a, let's, it was, it was really uh, one of those, let's, let's see if we can do this and see what works. It worked really well. So we're excited, but, um, I also want to talk about some of our stuff, you know, just so brothers know, you know, um, our website, all the constant consistent updates, as Mike mentioned, website, social media, um, the upcoming, the next, the summer edition of the magazine will obviously touch on this a little bit, but, um, you know, our current magazine that's getting the mailboxes now, um, I'm really excited about this one. And, and, and I want to talk about some of the stories that Jay, Jay, Jay and I and our team, Jack Rodzik, uh, we've, you know, been conducting a lot of interviews, which you're going to be hearing over the podcast over the next, you know, coming months and weeks and stuff, just a lot of great content, but we're really excited to talk about the story of Pete Carroll and, and, you know, his journey and his life. And Jay, can you kind of talk about Pete a little bit and what, what has that, you know, we've kind of all developed this little relationship with him and the few meetings we've had with him and just, uh, he's, he's got such an inspiring story. What does, what does his story mean to you personally? It means a lot to me. I mean, Pete and, and just represents what a great brother really, really is, Wes. He, he, he's a guy. Here's a guy that that was a uh, an amazing lifeguard in Huntington Beach uh, as a teenager and volunteered for the Navy. Uh, and because of his skills, he he became a uh, a member of the UDT SEAL team. Um, and was just he was just an incredible athlete. He was right at the top of his class there. And you know he formed he went and formed two tours of Vietnam, um, and then also was part of the Apollo thirteen rescue crew. And you know, which is just amazing that he he put so much towards. Uh, this country, and he was always a huge, and still is a huge fan of John Wayne. And he, you know, he came back from his service, and because John was a SIG and just a huge mentor for for Pete, um, he went to USC, uh, USC in the GI Bill, uh, and became a SIG there. And you know, was just an amazing brother, and continues to be so today, uh, and and continues to serve our community through his art. And we've just been such so proud to meet with him and learn his story and, and how he's interacted with uh, his Southern California brothers. And should really look forward to that article when it comes out uh, in a few weeks. And we're also backing that up, Wes, with a really great video that uh, shows Pete uh, in action, telling his story, but also um, really great scene where he's on the beach in San Diego when one of the SEAL team uh, classes goes by and he's cheering them on. So really inspiring work there. Yeah, that was awesome. And that was, that was fun to watch and witness in person there on Coronado Island. Also, you know, you know, that was just incredible. And we had such a good time with, with Pete, but we've got to meet a lot of really cool brothers. And I kind of want to give people a sneak preview of kind of what some of the things we're doing in the future one of the most exciting things that we're working on, we're going to be doing a 75th anniversary commemorative issue of the end of World War II because we had so many brothers who served in both the European and Pacific theaters of the war. And I know my probably my personal highlight of this past year, and we've met a lot of guys, was Brigadier General Robert Cardenas. This guy, you know, he flew... He flew Chuck Yeager and lost Chuck Yeager when he broke the sound barrier. But, you know, Brother Cardenas, he flew flew in three different wars. 
you know, he survived a potential Nazi capture. He fell into a frozen lake in Switzerland and evaded Nazi capture on a, on a, on a Nazi train and jumped off. I mean, just in, in, in the stories that he has and flying over the White House and test and test piloting for President Harry Truman, that guy who's 99 years old, we were at his place in San Diego and just the vivid detail and memory that he had and the great spirits that he's in. And he just turned a hundred. So we're excited to tell these stories. We had two SIG SIGs that were named Congressional Medal of Honor winners and there's some other things. You want to kind of touch on any of that? Yeah, I do. And I, and I you bring up a great story. General Bob was just, just amazing. He's, as you said, he's 99, just turned 100, going on like 70. The man is bright and, and, and so sharp. He was just so fun to talk to. And he's done more in his life than most people could even imagine, it, more than 10 people. Mm-hmm. You know, as you mentioned, he was a fighter, a bomber pilot in World War II. He was a test pilot with Chuck Yeager. He, he flew the B-29 that had Chuck Yeager strapped underneath and he had to make an emergency landing with Chuck. Literally, he had to fly perfectly horizontally uh, to land that without, otherwise he would put uh, General Yeager's uh, life in peril. It's just amazing. And then, you know, after that, he flew a tour of duty in Vietnam, which is unbelievable. Uh, but more so than that, Wes, he's just a great Sigma Chi. He, he's volunteered. He's brought his story forward to his undergraduates. He's very, very energetic and just such a great, such a great uh, story to report on. And really does link in so well to our, all the SIGs, represents all those SIGs who served um, throughout the wars, but especially World War II. And we're coming up in this amazing anniversary of the, the end of World War II, 75 years, uh, really the greatest generation. And it's going to be an honor, Wes, to report on those, mm-hmm. those amazing SIGs. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I'm excited, you know, to get my rider wheels turning on this these things. And this is pretty cool. But uh, Jay, we appreciate you, man. And, um, you know, on our team, you know, we're doing all we can to kind of keep everyone informed and updated. And uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff coming out, you know, and, and brothers just, you know, we're excited to be able to share these stories and tell these stories with you. I, I can say firsthand that Jay since coming on board two years ago. It's just, it's just been a remarkable whirlwind in content creation and delivery and how we're trying to improve our mechanisms with Sigma Chi. But Jay, stay safe out there, man. And uh, it's, we're glad to have you on the podcast and kind of, walking through everybody it's kind of a, a different time right now i will Wes, and you too as well thanks for having me today thank you brother once again i want to thank brothers mike church ashley woods and jay ford for joining us on this podcast and talking about some of the things that sigma chi has done and what we're doing and during this pandemic and uh you know i assure you guys you know for even from a staff perspective our leadership is doing uh you know doing wonderful things right now. So really proud of the Sigma Chi team and everything that's going on at headquarters, uh, even remote right now. So um, that was great to hear. So right now, let's just pick it up a little bit and let's listen to some country music and talk country music with Walker Montgomery. Let's kick this thing off with his brand new single, Like My Daddy Done It, here on the Sigma Chi podcast.
saying things he used to say And I'm getting like a fence post sitting my way Shake your hand, you can count on me Wearing my heart on a road up sea yeah. Trying to do it like my daddy done it Wake up in the morning, hit the ground running Old farm truck, you can hear me coming Say a little something, wonder where the sun went Every now and then you gotta take the long way home Love you, baby excited for you you know we were talking and you've been doing a lot of work writing you know putting a lot into it right oh yeah uh getting on the road just uh just doing what it takes to kind of you know carve out your own name there and you know it's really it's really awesome to see the success that sample town had you got over 3.5 million lit streams just on spotify alone just say when yeah. close to 2 million streams you heard it here first over a million streams just What's it, you know, what's it like seeing this success right now? It really before, you know, it really starts to take off for you. Well, I'll tell you what, without those songs, especially Simple Town, man, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now and I wouldn't be in Nashville right now. It's uh that song really uh was a big blessing for me. I was I I wrote that and I guess I was seventeen or something like that. And uh but it, you know, I, like I said, I just wouldn't be here without that song. So that song's really special to me. But even just say when and you heard it here first, once you heard it here first, it over a million streams, man. I'm like it's I'm shell shocked. It's just I can't I can't believe I got three songs over a million streams. And uh but that uh, you know, I really love those songs and I was passionate about those songs, but the songs that we got coming up uh, I'm, I'm really excited about, I think it's another level, which is what we want. And, you know, I think, uh, song wise, we're just climbing those stairs, man. Let's talk a little bit more about like my daddy done it. And I know it definitely hits home to you because you're doing it like your daddy done it. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of a really cool yeah. thing. And it, it's kind of a personal bio story. Can you just walk me through the, you know, uh, the song and finding the song and just, uh, you know, how it came to you and all this. Well, man, I'll tell you what, when I signed with Play It Again, uh, my publishing company in Dallas Davidson, we wanted to get some music out real fast and and uh and we didn't you know, we didn't want to lollygag around any. 
So he brought me three songs and and this was the first one that uh he brought me and and we listened to it and and we just kind of looked at each other and he goes, "Buddy, I think you got to record it." And uh I said, "I think you're right." And and uh man, I'm just really glad we did. It hit, it hits home to me, but I think the coolest thing about it is that it says not one word about music. You know, it's just dad being dad and and I think that uh, I think everybody can really relate to that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And mm-hmm. for those of you listening to the podcast right now, you know I'm here talking with Walker Montgomery. And for those of you listening to the podcast, some of these people, some of the Sigma guys out there, and people listening here on Spotify or iTunes may not be as familiar mm-hmm. with your background as we are. And so I'll just just let you guys know, you know. Walker's dad, John Michael Montgomery, his uncle Eddie Montgomery from Montgomery Gentry, both in their own right, many number ones, many top tens, platinum and gold albums. Mm. I mean, just the success that they had, but you're forging your own way and kind of, you know, this, this you're the new generation and doing really awesome at what you're doing and getting out there. And I know, I know that they have to be proud of you and the way you're going about it right now. Well, I sure do hope so. And you know, one of the, one of the, questions I get asked the most is how, how do they help you or whatever? And really, I mean, they, they, they truly do stay out of it. And, and, uh, I think that's the best way they could help me. The best way they could help me is just being dad and uncle Eddie, you know, not a, not a business consultant or anything like that. And, and, uh, just kind of stay out of it and let, and let me find my, my own, my own path. And, and, uh, but that's, that's, I, I think that that makes it even more special for me. 100%. Hundred um, percent. Definitely got to talk about some Sigma Chi stuff. Having you on here, can you tell everybody at home? Can you walk us through how uh, you discovered the Lambda Lambda chapter there at the University of Kentucky? Uh, chapter is going to be celebrating 127 years this year. Congrats to Lambda Lambda! But uh, can you yeah. walk us through how you got into Sigma Chi and uh, the you know just finding it there at UK and everything? Well, I was the, I was raised in Nicholasville, Kentucky, which is about 30 minutes south from Lexington. So I knew, you know, I knew where all the fraternity houses and all that stuff were just from growing up next to Lexington. But, uh, when I got, when I got there, uh, me and my best friend Garrett Young were rushing and, you know, going around the houses and stuff. And, and when we were, when we were at Sigma Chi, man, I mean, me, me especially, it just, it, it felt different. You know, there was, uh, in our class, there was only 18 of us, which I, I really liked. I really liked having just 18 because we could all get closer. But uh, something just stuck out, man. It's a family in there and and uh, and everything, which I think is the most important thing. You got some, you got some good old boys that's going to watch your back and look out for you. And that, and that was my main thing that stuck out at Simakai. They're just straight up good guys. How, how those guys being supportive of you through your music and everything and, you know, moving to Nashville and, you know, taking these big steps for your career. Oh, they're, they're all about it. They, I mean, they're, they're a uh, 100% supportive. We did a show in, in Lexington, Kentucky, you know, it's kind of hard for them to get, uh, get, uh, get off of school or travel to like Sarasota, Florida or something for a weekend. But we did a show in Lexington, Kentucky and all of them, all of them came out, uh, especially in my class. But then they supported me and, and, uh, had, I think they had a really good time, but I was, I was really happy about that. I was, I was pleasantly surprised and happy that, that all of them were able to make it, but they're totally, they're totally supportive, but I mean, they'd be supportive in any endeavor that I did, you know, not just music and, and, uh, the other way around, you know, whatever, 
whatever my buddy Graham Summers wants to do, I'm going to support him to the best of my ability in it, you know? What are some of the biggest things in this past, you know, two and a half year journey here? What are some of the biggest things that you've learned personally that's really helped you or some things about the music business that may have surprised you that you didn't know from, you know, your family background? Well, you know, it's changed a lot since the 90s and it's changed a lot from the stories that I grew up hearing and all that stuff. It's totally different business. But uh, but one of the things I, le- I learned and I was pleasantly surprised is there's just a lot of nice people in this business. You know, they care and they want to help you and and uh, and they want to get you good songs and and uh, and write good songs with you. And that and that, you know, it's uh, it's been pleasantly surprising how how nice the country music community is, which I don't know why I, I shouldn't have been surprised because that's what country music's all about. You know, treating, treating somebody like you want to be treated and, and, uh, and doing the right thing and all that. And uh, the people in country music really, they, uh, they, 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 they don't just talk the talk. They walk the walk. Does that make sense? Um, you know, it was really cool last year, uh, Justin and Jack from Sigma Chi headquarters, myself, we were able to spend some time with you in Nashville, mm-hmm last spring and uh, you yep. were, you know, really beginning uh, the relationship there with played again in Dallas Davidson. What is it, what is that relationship being to you? I know, uh, you know, again, for those of you at home, Dallas Davidson, phenomenal Megan Nashville songwriter, publisher. I mean, this guy's hit after hit after hit. What's it like for you mm-hmm. to, you know, get in a, you know, being in a relationship with a guy who's worked with other Sigma guys like Luke Bryan and Cole Swindell, you know, yeah. for instance, just, What's what's that relationship been meant, meant to you this last year? Well, man, well so to start off, Dallas is a KA, so we kind of you know we kind of <laughs> give each other a little give each other a little flack flack during the daytime, uh, <laughs> you know, KA versus Simakai. But uh, but I mean, I grew up listening to Dallas Davidson songs, which he hates when I tell him that. I tell him that he wrote the soundtrack to my childhood, and it makes him feel old. But uh, <laughs> I grew, you know. There was a, there was a reason why I wanted to start writing songs, and it was because of Dallas Davidson. So to be able to work with him and have a relationship with him and and get really good songs and and frankly start this journey that I think is going to be so special with him. It's a it's it's an honor, and I think that uh I think we're just getting started. I want to got a couple questions that were submitted in, you know, from the Sigma Chi community. Uh, some fun questions here. Uh, first one. What's what's your favorite songs from both your dad and your uncle? <laughs> from both my dad and my uncle, I'd say Montgomery Gentry is. Uh, well, I will say one hundred percent now because we sang it at the Opry. First time I ever sang with Eddie was at the Opry, and we sang "Hillbilly Shoes" for the Troy Gentry Foundation. And uh, so that "Hillbilly Shoes" is is real special to me. So that's probably the Montgomery Gentry one. And uh, man, that's a hard one for Daddy. I'd probably say Letters from Home is up there. I think that's a real special song. I think there needs to be more songs like that that uh that you know give praise to the hard working brave men and women that that lay down their lives and go out and fight for our country so we can enjoy the country music and and be able to talk and be able to be Sigma Chi's and do all these great things that we're able to do in this country. Outside of your family, who were your biggest musical inspirations and influences? Um, that's a tough question out there. I'd say modern is Luke Bryan, you know, fellow Sigma Chi and, and, 
Because, again, growing up, we were listening to Play It Again. We were listening to Crash My Party. We were listening to this guy, all these guys, uh, good time music. And uh, so I'd say modern, definitely, or Luke, Luke Bryan. And, and uh, I'd say Frank Sinatra on the other other one. I've always loved the big band stuff, Benny Goodman, uh, Artie Shaw, Glenn Miller, all that stuff. So I'd probably say uh, any any anyone around that era, you know. And the, the last one here. What's what's been your favorite city or honky tonk or venue to play at, that you've played in thus far? I would say my favorite so far has been this place called the Dusty Armadillo in uh, Rootstown, Ohio. I think yeah, it was Rootstown, Ohio. And you know, man, it's just old. It's old honky tonk. The ceilings are real short. I could I could almost hit my head on the ceilings, but it's it was packed and it was such a good time, man. Good people up in Ohio. Really good. I love Ohio, but uh, I'd say it's the Dusty Armadillo in Rootstown, Ohio. Very good, man. And and I know all your music's available online and streaming and uh, WalkerMontgomery.com, man. And I tell you, it's just it's just amazing to see, you know, you know, from when we first met you and talked to you, we had you at workshop and everybody loved it. And uh, just seeing what you're doing now and you had the video on CMT that was just, you know, just, just top of the, you know, top, top plate and stuff. And, you know, has, is it is it kind of surreal to you? You know, at this point, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you, I, it, it, it is. You know, sometimes you just got to look around and 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 uh, and smell the roses and just realize realize you're a lucky dude. You know, but uh, and that goes for everybody. Everybody's lucky. If you live in if you live in this country and you got a roof over your head, you're you're, you're a lucky person. But uh, it is it is it's a it's fun to be able to go out and and uh see how my music touches people and and uh continue to do it and be able to write songs that that uh you know can either make people cry make people want to drink beer make people want to laugh it's a it's a it's a special thing music not sound all kumbaya but but uh i think music's the one language that we can all speak yeah that's 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 completely correct right there and so after like my daddy done it comes out what's uh well so what's up next on the musical docket what can guys expect from you you know, from the new songs and everything, what's the what's the outlook and schedule look like for you there? Well, we're, we're going to release a song uh, this month, and then we got another one coming out next month, and uh, we got a party song coming out this month, and then a then a real sexy love song for the ladies out there uh, <laughs> the next month. So it's going to be a it, it's going to be a, a really fun and busy three months, but that's how we like it. We like we like it busy. Man, that's awesome. And Walker, we really appreciate you being here and, you know, updating us on your journey. And, uh, you know, we're all proud of you at Sigma Chi. And, you know, we're proud to know hey, you. Hey, man, well, I appreciate, I appreciate everything y'all done for me, really. Uh, but Sigma Chi was, was one of the highlights of my life. And, and being able to still be a part of it is, is, is definitely something special. But I appreciate y'all supporting me. And I appreciate y'all having me, too. Thank you for listening to the Sigma Chi Podcast. For more information on Sigma Chi, visit our new website, www.sigmachi.org, or visit us on Twitter and Instagram at Sigma Chi. Feedback or questions about this month's episode? Send comments via email to podcast at sigmachi.org.